Our understanding comes from what we see. You know, we're able to understand something after we've been given the complete image of something, right? So then we can comprehend it, we can observe it, and then we can understand it fully. Um, but here's the problem in my case. The problem in my case was that God wasn't giving me the full picture. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world. Good morning. It is Monday here on Church Boy Confessions. He will direct your path. So what's there to fear again? For the 100th time, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to the 100th episode of Church Boy Confessions podcast. I'm your host, Emanuel Hecke. And we've made it. We've made it. We've made it to the 100th episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um, honestly, I feel like things really still haven't like settled in that I've actually recorded 100 episodes. There's probably like a couple lost episodes because, like, you know, I did like some some trial episodes before I actually started the podcast. So about like over 100 episodes by this point. Um, but the 100th published episode and. Wow, 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 that's crazy. Um, I guess, you know, <laughs> the first thing I knew that I needed to do when I hopped on this mic today was to give thanks to God, of course. I mean, I've been, I've been doing that. Um, and then I wanted to really thank um, you guys. Um, I'm just going to say like this, man, it's going to be a very transparent episode. Um, and I hope that there's things that you can grab from my journey. Um, but it's going to be a very transparent episode. And before before i get to like the actual lesson i want to thank you guys because if i tell you that god has used many of you um whether it's just simply sending me a message in a dm whether it's simply you know texting me whatever it might be um little things like that god has been using you guys and if it wasn't for things like that i'm not sure that we would have made it to episode 100 um, and if it wasn't for the grace of God, I'm not sure that I would have made it to episode 100. And we're going to talk about that. But I want to do shout outs to all the listeners, to all the viewers, to all the guests, to all the followers, all of you guys that have done everything, even the commenters on YouTube, whatever it might be. Thank you guys so much for allowing me to to speak to you thank you so much for listening thank you like i do not take this stuff lightly and i try my best to like you know express my gratitude whenever like in my replies but my 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 gratitude my emotion is not expressed well enough in those replies but thank you so much this is episode 100 of the church boy confession 100 episodes yo 100 episodes we're in the big leagues 100 for the 100th time, I'm behind this mic, um, and you're listening, and uh, glory be to God, and thank you guys. Shout out to everybody. I mean, look at here. You know, I've always wanted to, you know, unassociated to be something global, and I feel like this podcast has really, you know, made that happen and made me know that, like, okay, yeah, we are global. So shout out to people in Canada. Shout out to people in the UK. Shout out to people in South Africa. Shout out to people in Uganda. Shout out to people in Australia. Shout out to people in Botswana. Shout out to people in Kenya. Shout out to people in Belgium. And then there's other, you know, nations that, you know, I would shout out to. But, like, shout out to you guys, like, honestly, you know, to just know that there's an international community out there that, um, you know, value God's words when it's spoken out of my mouth. It means a lot to me. And I know it's not about me. I know it's not about me. Um, but like, I don't know, it just, it just means a lot to me. Um, you know, the vision was always to be global and, you know, from the get go. And, 
you know, it, it's 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 manifesting. I mean, it's already it's already happening, you know, and God's manifesting it and continues to manifest it. And I'm, I'm just so thankful for it. Um, even people here at home, people here in the States, man, shout out to Texas. Yo, it's like <laughs> y'all y'all are something else, man. Like, I, I really appreciate, you know, Texas. It's uh, a lot of people out there that are part of this community. And I really appreciate you guys. I see you guys. Um, and I do not take that lightly, honestly. Shout out to Florida. Shout out to North Carolina. Shout out to New York. Shout out to Pennsylvania. Shout out to Georgia. And of course, shout out to my home state, Cali. Um, I love you guys. Honestly, I, I, I can't I can't express enough. Um how God has used you guys to really help me and encourage me to continue going. So, episode 100. What in the world is Emmanuel going to talk about episode 100? Well, I thought that, you know, like I said, I wanted to be very transparent. And I wanted to, um, you know, it, it's definitely going to talk about my journey of, you know, the Church Boy Confessions and my journey of Unassociated thus far. You know, I, I actually went back to listen to my first episode you know, and I was just talking about, you know, unassociated. And I was talking about, you know, how I came to, you know, discover who I am and discover like, you know, that my identity is unassociated with all the stuff, the church boy stuff and like reinventing what church boy would mean and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just crazy, you know, to see um, 100 episodes later that, uh, you know, we're doing all those things. We're doing all those things. And, you know, I, I'll say this, that, you know, 100 episodes didn't come easily. Um, you know, coming this far with Unassociated didn't come easily. And um, I'll be honest with you, and, and this is really what I want to talk about. There are multiple times where I wanted to quit. There's multiple times where I wanted to give up. Um, and, you know, the thing is, like, what's really interesting about this episode is that I think for most episodes, there comes, you know, lessons where there are things that I've overcome. And I'm confident that I've overcome them. And like, you know, it's not an issue anymore. But then there are some things where it's like, you know, I'm... I'm working through it and I want to work through it with you where, you know, there are times in our lives where we have so much opposition and there are times in our lives when we fail in our eyes and we are, you know, disappointed in ourselves in our eyes and ultimately we don't know what's going to happen next. And, you know, as much as we want to say that we always trust God and we always have faith in God, bro, I ought to be the first one to tell you that there's been multiple times where I've flattered with the idea of quitting Church Boy Confessions and quitting Unassociated and finding something else to do. Um, and the reasons behind that, um, I'll get to. Before I get to that, um, I want to go to a verse and I want to open up this entire episode with the verse and it's Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5. Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, very simple, we all love it, such a powerful verse, it says, trust in the Lord with all thine, with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding, oh man, we love this verse, oh, it's so powerful, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, every time we get confused, every time we get flustered, we can say, you know what, I'm not going to go there, I don't have to understand everything, I'm just going to trust in God, it's a very powerful verse, but I'm going to tell you, this is one of the hardest verses that I've ever had to understand, comprehend, that I've ever had to actually believe in my entire life. I must say, there's significance in this verse when it says, trust not, lean not on your own understanding. And for me, in my walk, you know, coming all the way, you know, from 2018, starting Unassociated, 2019, starting Church Boy Confessions podcast, um, what I've realized is that the reason why I'm not supposed to lean on my own understanding is because for many of us, including myself, our understanding comes from what we see. You know, we're able to understand something after we've been given the complete image of something. Right. So then we can comprehend it. We can observe it and then we can understand it fully. 
Um, but here's a problem in my case. The problem in my case was that God wasn't giving me the full picture. And in a lot of the times, God is not giving us the full picture. So then it's hard for us to understand things. And when we don't understand things and we're leaning on our own understanding, we're not going to move at the pace that God wants us to move. In fact, we might just quit and might walk away from anything that God has called us to because we don't understand what's going on. And we're confused at why things are happening the way that they're happening. And that's where I've been for a while. And I wish that I could say that this was just in the past. This was when I first started on Associate. This is when I first. In fact, I would say that when I first started on Associate, it was better. And then now, was it two, three years later? That's when, you know, a lot of these thoughts have been coming to me of just like, yo, like, what the heck is going on? Like, what, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? And, and that's attributed to a lot of things, graduating college, you know, COVID and then being, you know, living with my parents and, you know, not having any income, all that different stuff. But I, I would be lying if I told you it's not eating away at me. And if you've been listening to a lot of the the the, uh, the um, podcast episodes you know, you, you kind of can hear it in, in, in my voice and hear it in the little things that I'm saying that, you know, I, my entire life has been oriented towards fighting off this, these feelings of regret, these feelings of, you know, um, dissatisfaction with my life. We're told to lean on our own understanding because we understand based off of what we see. But when God doesn't give you the full picture, what do you do? What happens when God doesn't give you the full picture? And I'm going to and I'm going to ask you guys. And I'm going to encourage you guys that when God doesn't give you the full picture, I need you to continue to carry on. I need you to be able to carry on. Because in 2018, I was called to an associate. 2019, I was called to church for confessions. I did not have the full picture. And why is having the full picture such a big deal for me? Because if I didn't have the full picture, I didn't have certainty, ladies and gentlemen. And why did I need certainty? Because Emmanuel Heke had an image to uphold. Emmanuel Heke had a reputation. Emmanuel Heke had standards to uphold. That's why. Because Emmanuel Heke, that's the Emmanuel Heke that was valedictorian of um, Lincoln High School. That was up. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's Emmanuel Heke. That's the one that, grad, that went to uh, the number one public university in, in the nation and graduated in four years. Yeah, that's him. He's going to do big things. Oh, that's the Emmanuel Heke that, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to do big things, you know. That's the one that made it out of Southeast. He's one, he's one of those. Yeah, we're not worried about him. He's going to do big things, Emmanuel. He's got a lot of potential to live up to. And it's hard for me to stay subscribed to this pathway that God has given me when he doesn't give me the full picture. So now I don't have any certainty while I also have the pressure of living up to my potential, my reputation and my own standards. And when I tell you that, man, this right here has started a battlefield that I'm still navigating in a battlefield that I'm still trying to get up out of. And I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit for giving me the wherewithal to even make this message in the first place. And I'm telling you that after I, I record this message, I'm going to go study this message myself. Um, it's hard for us to trust God when we have all that pressure on us 
It's hard for it was hard for me to trust God when I had all the standards of, you know, these expectations of man. Like by now, I'm supposed to be rich. By now, I'm supposed to be globally recognized. By now, everybody's supposed to know my name. You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to be stable. I'm supposed to be independent. And I'm following God's way. I am. I'm following God's path. But like, yo, why am I in my why am I living with my parents right now? Why am I, why does life look like this right now? And why is it that God's not giving me more of the picture that I can work with so I can have faith? Isn't it funny how we think that God needs to give us more confirmations and more of the picture for us to have faith? Just give me a little bit more. No, God gave you some of the picture and he wants you to trust him. See, look, God doesn't not give you the full picture for then you to fill in the blanks. He gives you not the full picture so then you can trust him. But for me, I was ready to fill in the blanks. That was me. I was ready to, you know, I exactly, I did exactly this, yo. Like God gave me not the full picture. I said, okay, God, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, big guy. I took the brush from God and I started to paint on, on, on the picture. I started to fill in the blanks, fill in the blanks with my own visions, fill in the blanks with my own dreams. And most importantly, I used to fill I started to fill in the blanks with my own deadlines. And the thing about God is he's going to let you paint. He's going to let you paint on this picture. He's going to let you paint over his visions for you. But that doesn't mean he's going to change his mind. That don't mean he's going to change what he had in mind for you. And the messed up part about this all was that I was painting over God's vision. I was using God's vision and I was painting in the blanks and stuff like that. And, you know, inevitably, I'm going to get it wrong. When I'm not being led by the spirit to place these expectations on my life. I wasn't being led by the spirit. I was being led by pressure. And I'm painting over God's vision. Or I'm using the pieces that God has given me. Because it's not a full picture. And I'm going to be the one to make it a full picture. So that I could have trust in it. But the problem is. Now that I'm still obedient. I'm still moving in God's way. I'm, when God tells me to do something. I'm doing something. You know, I'm, I, I'm doing what God wants me to do. But I've already placed these expectations of what it's supposed to look like as I'm doing what God is doing. And it's messed up because it's not going to look like that because that wasn't God's expectations. It wasn't God's standards. It wasn't God's, you know, his vision for me. It was my interpretation of what everything was supposed to look like. And when my life started to not look like that, as I'm doing podcasts, as I'm doing stuff with unassociated and whatever it might be, I became disappointed I felt like I was failing in life and I felt like not I felt like I started falling apart, ladies and gentlemen. I did. And it's funny because, you know, I feel like for the most part, it looks like. At the end of each week, the Holy Spirit gives me some type of encouragement, you know, but I tell you, waking up on those Mondays <laughs> can be tough sometimes. Or, or the moments right before I get onto this microphone and I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, like, you know, this is the issue. But then thank God the Holy Spirit speaks to me and, and pulls me right back out. If you don't have faith, God can pull you right back out of something and then you can go right back in the next day, the next hour. I feel like this entire thing came to the climax in 2020 because, man, <laughs> when I tell you 2020 being hard was an understatement is an understatement it was a, it's an understatement because you know it's funny because I, I i thank god that 
you know, my family's healthy and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very privileged to be in that position. I'm blessed to be in that position. But when I tell you that, yo, things were eating away at me all like because I had this vision in my life, you have to understand I made these expectations, I made these standards, I made these 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 benchmarks, these deadlines, and I wasn't meeting any of them. I'm thinking that, you know, all this stuff is going to happen in 2020 because, you know, this this has always been it. This is this is the picture, but remember, this is not God's picture anymore. It's my picture, but I kept on calling it God's picture. So then it ate away at me every time. Ever since March 2020, I would wake up in the morning and I wouldn't be, my life wouldn't look like this image that I thought it should. Mind you, you know, at this point, I'm so deep into this stuff. I'm not thinking about how I'm blessed to be in a position to speak on this mic and to touch you guys. I'm not thinking about you guys. That's how self-centered I was. That's, that's how in my head that I was. I'm not thinking about you guys. I'm thinking about the fact that my life doesn't look like where it's supposed to be at. And I'm disappointed. I had no certainty. I had no income. I had no independence. And I'm so and I'm thinking to myself, how come my life does not look like the vision that God has gave me? It's because it wasn't the vision that God gave me. It was my vision. It was Emmanuel's vision. He didn't give me a full picture, but I'm over here picturing a full picture in my head because I filled in the gaps. He gave me pieces of the of, of the picture. And then I extrapolated that into my own thing and what I thought everything was supposed to look like and and how it was supposed to look like in 2020 and how it's supposed to look like in 2021. But that wasn't spirit led. That was Emmanuel led. That was led by pressure. And it got to the point where, man, my life wasn't adding up with what I expected to the point where I'm thinking like, you know, then you get to the point where you start to question everything. You've been disappointed so many times. You failed so many times. You start to question everything like, man, maybe I should just throw this entire thing away and I should start from scratch in another place. Maybe, maybe I should. Maybe that's maybe that's what this is all about. And that's when Emmanuel Heke in 2020, 2020, last year, starts to flatter with the idea of walking away from unassociated, walking away from Church Boy Confessions. Last year. And I'm sorry, you know, if that kind of, you know, messed up your image of me. But that's where I was at in 2020. <laughs> I was ready to forsake everything because of my own uninformed expectations of how I thought my life was supposed to be by now. These expectations didn't come from God. They came from myself. I was ready to forsake it all. Because I was obsessed with my reputation. I was I was obsessed with, you know, meeting these standards at 23. I was obsessed with meeting these, um, these expectations at age 23. Um... And uh, let me just say this, man, you know, <laughs> it's some it's some of us like I was that are 
doing what we're doing, not because we're trying to fulfill God's will, but because we're trying to fulfill a reputation and we're trying to fulfill our potential. And this is going to sound weird at first, you know, but I'm going to really break it down where it's like God is more concerned with saving souls than he is um, you fulfilling your creative potential, your academic potential or or your professional potential. Let's let's be very clear. Um, And it kind of goes back to that one episode that I was talking about where we make God, you know, the side piece, the tool that we need to use in order to reach our potential and reach this this type of life that we're supposed to have. And I'm guilty of it myself. And I was preaching about it. Because it wasn't God's vision that I was chasing after. It was my vision, my the image that I wanted, the reputation that I wanted to fulfill, the potential that I wanted to fulfill. And honestly, when we're when we're trying to chase after our reputation and chase after our potential, potential, rather than God, I think that that's one of the reasons why it's so hard for us to humble ourselves and it's so hard for us to be able to even be still. Our pride won't let us be still. Our ego won't let us be still because we need to be doing something. We have a reputation to uphold. So when God's telling us to be still, when God's telling us that you know God's quiet and, and I'm waking up every day. No income, no independence. It hurts me so much because I'm not thinking about serving God. I'm not thinking about the fact that God has me on this mic every week. Being him using me to help you and to even help myself. I'm not thinking about that because I wasn't worried about what God needed me to fulfill. I was worried about what I needed to fulfill for my own reputation. Sorry if this makes you think differently about me. I'm sorry. This is stuff that I've been struggling with. In, in Emmanuel's head, I'm supposed to be doing something somewhere, making a lot of money, doing, you know, whatever it might be. And it's sometimes that that's what comes in my head. Sorry. <sighs> and I was ready to quit because my life wasn't looking like what I expected it to look like as I'm following God's path. I was ready to quit. But glory be to God because he didn't let that happen. Mm-mm. I I fell apart, yo. I cried. I sought counsel and different people. Man, this stuff was tough. It's tough. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 6 says, In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Um, That's the prayer that I used to pray so much when I was in this situation. I said, God, I don't know what I'm doing because I was confused. I'm lost. I don't know what's going to happen next, God. I just pray that you let me know what I got to do. And I said, I read read this verse and it said, In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. I needed somebody to direct my path. I said, God, I'm acknowledging you in this. I'm acknowledging you in that. And and with my finances, with my independence, with my, with unassociated, with, you know, the podcast, everything. I'm acknowledging you in all these ways. Father, direct my paths. And mind you, I'm at this point where it's like, you know, even if it means that I'm walking away from this, direct my past, let me know what I need to do. And it's funny because he didn't even answer that that prayer the way I thought he was going to answer. I'm thinking that he's going to give me some type of game plan. But nah, he just let me continue to be in my own head. But then every time I would get to that point where it's like, all right, you know, if I have to stop, I have to stop. He would send somebody. He was in somebody, some that I knew, some that I did not know. 
send somebody to be like, nah, you ain't done. <laughs> Man, that's how he chose to direct my path. By every time it felt like I was going to hit rock bottom, he would be like, nah, you're not done. Get back up. Every time it looked like I was about to quit, he said, nah, you're not done. Get back up. You can't be done. No. Um, it's the little things. I remember there was this one time where, um, this is, this was back when I really started taking unassociated seriously. I was beginning to take unassociated really seriously. And I was, there was this time where like, um, there's just, we just didn't get a lot of likes on a post. And I was so distraught. I was like, cause we had been getting like a lot for a little bit. And then like this one was just, I was so distraught and I thought I was a failure. I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? I was on the phone with Jenny and like Jenny was like saying, oh, like she was probably, I forgot what she was saying. And it's like, as she was talking. I'm scrolling down Instagram. Sorry, I was still paying attention, but I was, <laughs> I was scrolling down Instagram. And this post, like, stood out to me. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, this is what I need to hear right now. Um, and then um, I, I reposted the post on Instagram just, you know, spontaneously. Just, you know, just because, like, it really touched me and I wanted to share it. And that post ended up being, the, mind you, I'm crying about not getting engagement and thinking that I'm a failure. The next post got the most engagement that we had ever gotten to that date. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> there was one time where I fasted. You know, I was thinking to myself, this was right when Church Board Confessions was started. I was thinking to myself, yo, I'm doing a podcast. Yo, I'm doing, uh, uh, what's that thing I was doing? I, I was doing videos. I was doing a blog. You know, maybe this podcast stuff, you know, maybe I'm, I'm stretching myself out. Like, why am I doing this? You know, this doesn't have to be the premier thing that Unassociated does. And, and I fasted. I said, God, you know, if this is something that I, that I need to stop doing because I don't need to do it, then I'll stop. Show me what I need to do. In 24 hours, two people hit me up while I'm fasting, talking about that episode. I needed that. That was for me. I said, okay. All right, you win this round, Yahweh. <laughs> there was a time... Um, you know, I was on the phone with Kendra because we were talking about our podcast and stuff. And I don't know, man, like the Holy Spirit just like said, go ahead and let loose. And I started opening up to Kendra. Um, and it just so happened that Kendra's dad was there. I still have not met this man face to face, but Kendra's dad was there. I haven't even told Kendra about this, but, you know, I was open up to Kendra about like me just feeling like a, like a failure and me feel like just being so unsatisfied with my life. Um, because mind you, I'm, 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 I'm comparing my life to these expectations that I came up with. And that people placed on me, honestly. And Kendra said, Kendra's dad said something that I, I mean, I'm never gonna forget. It's just something so simple. He said that the righteous are never forsaken. And it hit me, you know. That just cut me so deep. So thank you, Mr. Smith, honestly. She so just said the righteous are never forsaken. Um and I had to remember that, that even though I was in a place where, you know, I was unsatisfied, I wasn't, I wasn't forsaken. God can leave you in a place where you're unsatisfied. He can allow you to be in a place where you're unsatisfied, but you are never forsaken. He can allow you to be in positions where 
you might be discontent. He can allow you to be in positions where you're uncomfortable. He can allow you to be in positions where you don't like it. But you're not forsaken. There was this one time. This is one of the most craziest ones where, like, you know, my... uh, And I wasn't feeling low at this time, but it was just so spontaneous that one of my uncles had called me. Um, Nigerian uncles. My Nigerian uncles, they they don't really show emotion. Like, that's not really, like, a thing that, you know, Nigerian men are known for. I show emotion, but there's not a lot of, you know, that's not a thing that a lot of Nigerian men are known for. And this man calls me crying because, sorry, this man calls me crying because somehow he saw me preaching somewhere. And was like, this is amazing because, you know, he feels like, um, you know, all of the effort that they put into us is he sees it paying off. Um, and I don't know, man, that 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 was crazy. And I would say the biggest moment that really shifted me for out of like this mindset and shifted me out of, you know, having fall apart and started to pick the pieces back together was an experience that I had with my dad. And mind you, there's a lot more because, you know, I haven't even talked about, you know, all the DMs and, and all that stuff that you guys have blessed me with. And those stuff, man, you don't understand. Like, you know, you'd be talking about how you heard something on this podcast that, you know, has blessed you. When you guys tell me about how this, you know, podcast has blessed you, that's actually blessing me. Um, because it's just reminding me like oh okay that's why god has me doing this oh okay and like it's in it's in those little moments where it's like it's it's some people that i I will meet them and they're talking about my you know they tell me about my podcast and how it's helped them mind you i didn't know them before and they didn't know me and it's just like it'd be those moments where it's just like yo like okay like okay like i see why like you know what i'm saying although i'm in a position where you know i might be unsatisfied with a lot of things like i'm still being used by god um, but there was a moment that I had in 2020 that really shut me up. And to this day, it's one of the most touching experiences I've ever had with my dad. You know, in this moment, I was really thinking to myself, like, you know, I feel like I had let him down in a sense. And not like let him down, like, you know, in life type of thing. But it's just like, you know, me going to school, you know, I was supposed to come out as being a lawyer. I was supposed to come out as like, you know, being on track to 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 do all that stuff. And, and I didn't anymore. And, and I stopped because it just wasn't my passion. And, and it wasn't something that I wanted to do, period. And, you know, I'm doing an associated and I'm living in this house. It doesn't look like I, I don't have any job. I don't have any income. And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, he must be so like upset with me um and you know it's just crazy because um i don't know i i just expected that i expected that i expected that part of my dad to 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 be upset with me and i always kind of dodged the conversation because i didn't want to hear anything that would really like mess me up but then i don't know i just talked to him and and i just said like this is where i'm at in life and you know I've been trying to do my thing with this ministry. I've been trying to do my thing with this um, podcast and all that different stuff. And like, you know, it's been good, good at times, but then it's like, ultimately I'm not where I want to be in my life, in life right now. And like, you know, what do you think I should do? Like, what, what should I do? I'm telling my dad this. And it's like, mind you, if I'm telling my dad this, and that means that I've kind of already thought in my head that like, you know, he's going to tell me no. And then that's going to kind of be my license to like, get out of this and do something else. This isn't 2020, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking about you. But when I tell you that 
what came out of my dad's mouth was something that I did not expect. Um, something that I still find crazy, man. (laughs) (sighs) My dad told me, don't give up. Don't give up. Trust me. Don't give up. I'm like, huh? That wasn't what, that wasn't part of the script. That wasn't what you're supposed to say. And that's what he told me. And uh, since then, every time that I've told my dad about, you know, how I'm feeling, like he, he's always saying that, yo, like, whatever you choose to do, I support you. And he's just been there. He's been there. And it's like, you know, it's just be his little sentences. He's, you know, he doesn't talk all, you know, a lot all the time. Well, he talks a lot, but like, you know, he, he's a man of few words when it comes to like advice and stuff like that. But the, the few words are just very powerful. And uh, every time where I wanted to stop this, God has sent someone to remind me, hey, you ain't stopping nothing because God ain't tell you to stop. God has sent someone to remind me that, no, 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 no. You're on the right path. You're doing what God asked you to do. Continue. And um, it's been difficult, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, I want to talk to everybody who feels like they're behind in life, even though you're doing things. You're being obedient and you're doing what God has called you to do. But you feel like you're behind in life. And, like, it kind of goes hand in hand with the episode episode from last week. Man, I tell you this, man. Um, A lot of us are battling between our standards and God's will in our lives. Um, you know, we want to we're we're being obedient, but like we're the ones that's painting our own expectations of what being obedient is supposed to, you know, create in our lives. But like that's not how it always looks, man. I've been obedient. You know, I've been serving God and it's like I'm not rich. I've been serving God and it's like my life doesn't seem like, you know, the life that everyone would want, right? Um but I'll tell you this. I know something else is going to come in my life. Like, I know this is not where I'm where I'm at and where, you know, where where I'm going to finish off. I know there's more to come. Um, and sometimes it feels like you're behind. Um, but there was something that happened to me this past Sunday. And, you know, at first, like when I'm in when I was in it, like I didn't realize it. Then afterwards, the Holy Spirit communicated it to me like that. This was like, you know, God used that to to teach me something. And. I was I was uh I was in LA last weekend and or a couple weekends ago and I uh was driving back on a Sunday morning cuz I had to get to church I had to get to church like around 10:30 a.m. Um so I'm driving back early in the morning and everything's cool there's no traffic or none of that and then all of a sudden boom traffic mad traffic like it was crazy like it was like bumper to bumper for I was in traffic for an hour and you know i'm i got really frustrated at first but then i had to remember to myself like yo like somebody could actually be dead you know because obviously there's a car accident you know so like just chill like you know what i'm saying you're mad but like somebody could really be in a really bad situation right now so i was like you know what i'm gonna chill for a couple minutes and then i get frustrated again when i got frustrated then i saw a fire truck pass by i was like okay you know what let me chill I got frustrated again. Then I saw uh, the EMT or the emergency people uh, pass by. Then I saw a police officer pass by. I'm like, all right, you know, let me chill. But, you know, the frustration is going to fester again until I finally get to the front, right? And I see what happened. And it was a truck that burst into flames. 
It was on fire. Like, by that time, they put the fire out. But, like, when I tell you, like, this thing was, like, burned down to, like, a skeleton almost. Um, and no one got hurt, thank God. I don't think anyone got hurt because, like, the the front of the truck was, wasn't bad. It was just, like, the cargo part. Um, and then, like, I thought to myself, like, you know, well, it was really the Holy Spirit that reminded me, like, there's a prayer that I always prayed whenever I travel. And a part of it goes like this where I say that, you know, God, if trouble is behind, let us be ahead. And if trouble is ahead, let us be behind. Pretty much to, you know, pray that, yo, like, let's stay away from trouble. Um, and the Holy Spirit told me that this was an answered prayer. As frustrated as you might be that you're now going to church late, this was an answered prayer because trouble was ahead. Like you prayed, trouble was ahead and you were behind. But the problem is we don't ever like to be behind because I was, I was behind schedule. I was behind when I was supposed to be somewhere and we don't like being behind. But then I thought to myself, what would happen if I wasn't behind And I was right next to that truck when it burst into flames. What would happen? Would Emmanuel Heke be here able to record episode 100? Who knows? God didn't take any chances. And God showed me that I'm going to keep you behind. So I say that just to say that, you know, some of us that are behind in life, but you're not actually behind. You're being protected. And, And God... Um, it's God's providence over your life. And just like we read last week in um, Psalm chapter 18, that God's way is perfect. And we might not understand it. We might not. We, we might want to be patient. We might want to be frustrated. We might want to quit. We might want to, you know, just stop everything. But I'm telling you, you know, God has not given you the full picture. But please carry on. Please carry on. God is there to strengthen you. God is there to send people to you to help you. I'm telling you, do not give up. Episode 100 was always not was almost not possible, but here I am. Here we are. And we're still here. And there's going to be an episode 101 by God's grace. And there's going to be an episode 102. Maybe 200 by God's grace. Not maybe, but like, you know, as long as I stay alive, 200. <laughs> um but ladies and gentlemen, like I said, you know, at the beginning of this podcast, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. Um for for everything um i i do not take it lightly um you know no matter what happens next i'm going to be here and i'm going to you know continue to accept this privileged blessed position of being the voice that god uses to speak to you and edify you and help you i do not take that lightly lightly although sometimes i can be self-centered sometimes that i can you know only be caring about my own future but you know I'm thankful that God has snapped me out of those times and I'm here to serve you guys. Um, So I love you guys and thank you for being with me for 100 episodes. It really means a lot. And uh, let's pray. Father God, thank you so much um, for this episode. Thank you so much for 100. um, And let your name be glorified, Father. Um, Thank you, Father God, for all those times where I wanted to quit, but you didn't let me. Thank you all those times, Father God, that I was so confused if I'm still even on your path, Father God, but you can, you affirmed that I still was. And although there's been times where I've made mistakes, Father God, and many of us have made mistakes, Father God, I thank you for your grace to always continue to pick us, to continue to love us, to continue to use us, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the instruments that you are molding us into, Father God, that we might fulfill your will, that we might save souls, oh God. And I pray you please help every every last one of us to not serve our, our reputation or our standards or our potential, Father God, but to serve you, Father God. 
Help us, Father God, to put our expectations of life to the side and expect anything that you want us to expect. And if that means we don't have the full picture at some moments, Father God, help us to just be okay with that. To trust you, not to fill in the blanks ourselves so we can have a full picture, so we can feel certain about something. Nah, but to trust you, oh God. Help us to trust you, oh God. That's the whole point, to trust you. Help us to trust you, Father. Help our unbelief, oh God. We want to be after your heart, oh God. Help our unbelief. Help us to be better than we are right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Episode 100 comes to a close. I love you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Lord willing. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. I don't know why I said that, but (laughs) I'll see you guys next week. I'm sorry. In my head, I was still praying. But I'll see you guys next week. I love you guys. Peace. (laughs)